coupon. Whoop, scoop, whoop, whoopie whoop. Am I too complex for complex con? Everything yay say cause a new debate. You see, he been out of touch, he can not relate. His hallway too long, bitch too bad. Got a surrogate, his kid, get two dads. I be thinking, what would Tupac do? You be thinking, what new kids on the block do? If you ain't driving wild black, do they stop you? Well, MAGA hats let me slide like a drive-through. All right, welcome to Bro Chilla. This is EP number seven. Seven. Number seven, so last week I was out, but the homie, the homie Ralphie took over. Uh, that was my Instagram. I just I was posting an uh, Instagram story of us getting to capture in this moment. So we're currently on the road. We're going back to the valley. We're actually already in the valley. We've been on the road for about five hours uh, because I had to pee every uh, ten minutes. Um, we're currently in Kingsburg. Um, quick updates: I'm two weeks out from my show. Um, lean and mean right now. It's super dicey. <laughs> uh, check out my Instagram for the updates. Uh, but. Some of the things that we've been talking about on this road here is a couple of topics. Um, big ones that we're going to cover today is the Laker protest, the Cowboys, who they should pay, and who's in the right and who's in the wrong here. Should the, the Cowboys players get their money or should they be team players? Uh, what else is going on, Ralphie? What else are we going to talk about? Um, we're going to talk a little bit about the, the NBA playoff updates in general since that's what's going on right now. Um, but... Uh, Welcome back. Um, it's Monday, so uh, we're filming this on a Friday. So if we're um, a little late on some of the topics, uh, we apologize, but we're still a work in progress. Um, but funny story for y'all about what I what I have had going on is uh, this morning. He had a guy in his mouth. <laughs> I went I went into the dentist for what was supposed to be a checkup, and then um, to schedule an appointment to get my upper wisdom teeth extracted and um showed up at 8 a.m and i was out by 8 45 with uh, both of my wisdom teeth extracted so it was a kind of funny experience but uh shout out to the uh oral surgeon that took care of me he was super dope and uh got got in and out in and out of my mouth real quickly <laughs> no no bruno um and uh, another cool thing about the dentist that I've never seen before, and this is probably because I went from Western Dentals in Tulare, Visalia, and Fresno to a, a dental facility in, in Orange County, so it's probably that. But these motherfuckers had a TV with ESPN on above me. It's like they knew you. Yes, like, like well, I had the changes to ESPN, so they had cable. These motherfuckers had cable. <laughs> and I changed it like through a hundred channels before I finally found ESPN. But long story short, I was laying down in the dental chair with the chair that was massaging my back, watching Stephen A. Smith talk about my Lakers while I'm getting my wisdom teeth extracted. The purple and gold. So that shit was pretty tight. I mean, like that just kind of like uh, one thing that we've been talking about lately is, you know, the huge difference, especially us coming back. I haven't been, I haven't been over here in a while. We haven't driven over here in a while together. Yeah. Uh, so we were kind of just reflecting back on where we live now and the differences between where we live and the environment and the culture versus where we grew up in, you know, and uh, it's it's totally different, man. Like, uh, yes, last week I was kind of, I took a chill weekend. I just kind of relaxed. I uh, hung out by the pool 
and I was just kind of reflecting. I was laying down in the pool, and, and I just kind of, in the place that we live, we live in Irvine, in the actual uh, business uh, center, uh, center desk, uh, district, or whatever yeah. you want to call it, uh, and uh, and I was chilling by the pool, and I was just kind of looking up, and there's like, it's like so industrial. Well, not industrial, it's so like, uh, like city-like, right? So we, we live in the city, and then we come out here, and it's just like agriculture, you know, and uh, which is not nothing bad. It's just, you know, it's night and day. You know, and, and, and so it's kind of, it takes us back. It kind of lets us know where we came from sometimes. It's kind of, well, how yeah. do you feel about that? I feel like uh, <coughs> the Central Valley is like super relaxing. So yeah. I definitely enjoy the, the unplug and whatnot. Um, but yeah, our new spot in Irvine, it's super dope. Uh, one thing that trips me out, uh, I've always, I went from my parents' house to a dorm, to a frat house, and then to one house with, with my boys. That was basically like a satellite frat house. And then I moved to, um, yeah, to, this is like my first apartment experience basically. Yeah. Um, so it's been pretty cool. And uh, one thing that tripped me out is that our trash, it's like, it's like a, a classic horror film where like a chick's running away from <laughs> Jason and he's just behind her. And, um, you know, she walks into this room and it's the trash. What do you call it? The trash the chute. Yeah. The, the trash chute or some shit. Yeah. And once you do it's sick like i thought this was just in movies but you open this little metal thing that's in the wall and you drop your trash in there and it just slides all the way down into like a big pile of trash <laughs> and the trash man comes and fucking unloads that shit later yeah. i guess and i just seen like man he's chasing you you just got to jump into the trash den and slide down like you know like in horror movies <laughs> yeah that's what i think about when yeah. I see that shit. it's nuts man it's, it's uh it's a different different lifestyle and it reminds me when i used to live in dc man that's how it kind of was you know, and, and ever since I lived in DC, I always wanted to get back into that kind of environment again. So when we uh, when we were looking for spots, I was that's that's exactly what I was looking for. I was looking for a place that had everything. Man, our new place even has like a, a, a driving range, a, di a virtual dri uh, driving range uh, for golfing, and uh, we have our own little gym. It's a pretty cool setup. You know, if you're in the area, you want to hang out with the, with the boys, come by and we'll we'll show you guys around. Two five five Main Street, Irvine. <laughs> 2072. Boom. Yeah. Uh, we just gave all the stalkers our stuff. But uh, we'll, we'll edit that out. Um, so let's talk about your Lakers, bro. Um, how do you feel about this protest? Is it good or is it bad? Is it a black guy in the Lakers? How do we? How do you feel? Yeah, it's definitely a black guy. Like, it's embarrassing, and I feel it. Like, you know me, bro. I'm the biggest Laker fan. And believe me, when this Ty Lue shit blew up in our faces... I wanted to rip my fucking hair out and scream at everyone. But the fact of the matter is, is the least, the, the more like unfazed we could act, the better it is for us because these free agents aren't going to come to a fucking buck wild place. Yeah. Like our ownership's already fucking up. The last thing we need to do is have crazy fans that people are like, yo, fuck that. Like, yeah. you know what I mean? And it's already like being, being good in LA is already hard enough because of like the spotlight and whatnot like we, we we're gonna scare people players away if we're fucking crazy like when lebron came and they tag over his mural like bitch yeah. lebron he just he just decided to come join us yeah like you don't do that shit like it's like i get it i'm a kobe guy too but it's like we gotta act with class that's not the i mean that's not la but um i mean you gotta think about it too man uh i, I we heard this on the Stephen a podcast uh there, there's already a lot of things that that players consider when they're coming to California team state tax is one of them yeah and I thought that was like huge you know and then especially the building is burning right now 
you know, and, and, and the fans aren't aren't helping at all by doing this protest. They're just lighting, they're just putting more lighter fluid to this building, you know, and just making it more chaotic in, in a time where the playoffs are still going on, yeah. right? So we're not even in the off season yet. Yeah. So all, everybody's looking. You know, everybody's seeing what's happening. And and, and the media, everybody, it, they're like a pack of wolves, man. And they just it, exploit. Yeah, they, they see a weakness. If it's, you know, I think the Cowboys and the Lakers are kind of going hand-to-hand. Yeah. If something bad happens with either of those, those two teams, it's the world is over. People are going to over-exaggerate it. That's exactly what's happening right now. Yeah. You know, so I think what needs to happen with the Lakers, Janie Buss needs to sell a team. Complete makeover, dude. Yeah. Complete makeover. Sell the team. Sell it to Kobe. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, I, they, she does need a sell, and I feel bad saying that because the Buzz family obviously has been, like, so great um, running the, the team, and I, I still hope that she can turn it around, but I think realistically, like, the Ty Lue thing blowing up is super embarrassing, and the Lakers uh, front office needs to swallow their egos and just call them back and say, hey, we'll give you the five years, and we'll throw some extra change on there because – like I said on the last podcast, when you have the best player, you do what they say. Like, I don't know why we all got the Lakers side of everything, got this idea that why would we make this LeBron's team? It's like, that's what you do. That's why yeah. you got LeBron, to make it his fucking team. So we got to just embrace that. Um, LeBron apparently had uh, flew out to Philly to have a dinner with Kawhi. This was before the Tyloo thing blew up. So now how do you think LeBron looks? Yeah. Like a dumbass. Like Kawhi's probably like, damn, this dude just tried to come recruit me, and he can't even get a, his coach in there. Yeah. See, yeah. like, my stance on, on LeBron has changed as soon as more light's been shed on the real problem here. Yeah. And it's not LeBron. Yeah. It's not LeBron. I think LeBron should be – they should they should do what LeBron is asking because he obviously is the only one that knows what's, what he's doing there. He's the only one that knows how to get superstars there, you know. Yep. But the people, the, the bus family, are the ones in the way. Yeah. Uh, if if one, I was Bron, I would ass out, bro. Yeah. I'd be like, I later. If I was LeBron, I'd be like, hey, I'm out. Yeah, I'm out. Bro. And it fucking kills me to say that, but it's yeah. like he he can't be happy. He can be. And, and I, I think one thing that I, you know when we listen to Stephen A, he brought out some awesome fact. Yeah. You know, since since Big Daddy Bus died, the Lakers have I'm missed stuck. out. Missed out in six consecutive playoffs. Yeah, it was before like, that. It, it was, was like yeah, it's like like forty five years and five. No, it was like sixty eight or sixty five years. They 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 started. The Lakers were in like nineteen forty eight, and yeah. they had missed the playoffs only five times. Five times. And now it's been six years straight. So I mean, that just goes to tell you where's the problem. Yeah. The problem is in the management. They're, they're yeah. not just not managing the team right. Yeah. Which you know kind of leads us into the next point, which uh, we're gonna go over to uh, America's Jerry team. Jones. America's team. Um, which is, you know, uh, the big deal here is they're trying to pay Dak Prescott and they're trying to pay Amari Cooper before they pay Zeke Elliott. And I think in my opinion there is, yeah, granted, uh, Zeke still has one more year, you know, and, and then Dak Prescott and Amari Cooper do have, uh, they have, this is the last year with the Cowboys if they don't resign or they don't negotiate a contract. Um, but I think... The way is being portrayed as as Dak Prescott and Amari Cooper are bigger than Zeke. I think that's completely wrong because this is Zeke's team, you know. And we've seen it in 2017 because he was out. Because huh? he was out because of that whole alleged bullshit that happened, uh, you know. And uh, he was out, and we weren't that good. 
Yeah. But when he was on the field, we're good. And Dak Prescott is not a good quarterback. Weren't you guys like four and four when he was gone or something? It, it was pretty bad. Yeah, I can't remember. And exactly. then he went on a fat winning streak, huh? Yeah. And then while he was there, we we're doing good. And then when he got out. We, we sucked ass because Dak Prescott is a role player. He's a role player that needs Zeke Elliott there, yeah. you know, and, and he's not any good without Zeke Elliott. He is not a one-man show. He is not a Russell Westbrook. He is not a Aaron Rodgers. He's not a Drew Brees. He's not He's not a franchise quarterback. He's a role player quarterback. He's the exact version of Derek Carr. You know, and, and we talked about this already about Derek Carr yeah. and my opinions on him. I think he's an awesome dude, and I think he does well for the Valley, but I don't think he's good. Yeah. You know? Yeah. No, I – if out of, all, out of all three of those guys, I, I would choose Zeke to get paid first as well. And uh, what, what, what everyone's saying, um, shout out Stephen A, was that uh, since, since Deke's on, Zeke's on contract still – that they're just gonna use, and not Stephen A. Uh, uh, Skip Bayless. They're just gonna use a franchise tag on Zeke for two consecutive seasons after this year. So they're gonna pay Dak and and uh, Cooper, and then franchise Zeke. And I think that's fucked up because one, look at the Le'Veon situation. Yeah. Two, franchising someone is the worst thing you could do because they get a lot of money. It's like I think the franchise tag is at like 14 mil, and I guess it goes up a mil a season. So by the time Zeke gets, it's gonna be 15 mil, which is a lot, and probably. Probably in the range, like fifteen to eight to, to twenty mil is probably where he would be annually if he got a contract. Yeah. But it's like it's like giving um like a fat boy uh, a, a crumb of a candy bar and then not giving him the whole thing because what's gonna happen is he's gonna get that money and he could get hurt because he's not gonna have a contract. So you get all that money in one season and then get hurt and never get a contract again. But I, I think I think we haven't seen enough from Dak Prescott and Mari Cooper yet to give them a big deal contract. I think they need to get franchised. Yeah. You know what I mean? Sure. I think a franchise tag for those two guys gives them one more year to prove themselves. You know what I mean? Prove yourself this next year and then we will give you some money. Because right now I haven't seen enough to give them that much money to yeah. give them a max deal. I think we've seen enough from Zeke. Zeke has proven he's put the team on his back, bro. Yeah. You know, so he definitely needs to get a max deal. We need to keep that guy there. You know, uh, and, and not to mention, we still got Jalen Smith is coming up on contract. Yeah. You know, and, and Skip Bayless said it good, man. The Cowboys have a good problem. They have too many stars they have yeah. to pay. They're like the Warriors. And they, they also said that the reason that Zeke's showing up to, to like, unobligated OTAs or whatever, like the not mandatory training camp, He's showing up because um, the uh, Jerry Jones had his back when he was going through that trial. So they're saying like that's like leverage Jerry Jones has because Zeke's loyal to him because he stood by him when the NFL commissioner was trying to come get him. Remember? Yeah. So so I think Zeke's gonna play it right and not talk much because he knows Jerry's gonna eventually have to say, "Yo, this is the perfect." player oh shit i almost just hit a bird <laughs> that bird was suicidal that's bad radio <laughs> but uh yeah man so those are the two main things that that are going on we got the playoffs happening uh boston lost uh Kyrie most likely can go to the knicks i've raised the bait he's gonna go to the knicks kd he's gonna go to the knicks um i think i think clay thompson stays with the warriors i think boogie stays with the warriors so I think the Warriors are going to be just fine. Uh, they won't have KD, uh, but I think I think it's starting to shape out. Um, I think Kawhi he has to leave the Raptors, man. They, they're, they're, they're not. They're not. He's carrying that team, 
He's not getting any support. Uh, what sucks is his destination team is on fire. Yeah. You know, so now now it's, it's kind of Anthony Davis, too. Dude, if, if Kawhi wanted to carry a team and the Raptors people I think is going to stay, if he wanted to carry a team, why'd he leave San Antonio? That's exactly. a much better team to carry. Yeah, because now you actually have a coach. Yes, like why would you go carry, like if he wants, like that's not what he wants. He wants to team up with someone. Like that's this whole reason why he wanted to go. So he's not staying in Toronto. Kyrie's fucking two feet out the door. Cause he's out. He's that, out. That series ripped him apart the way the media tore him apart too. And that's why we were saying earlier too, dude, fuck the media. Like straight up there, they, they've attacked Kyrie to the point, bro, that they've made him this like negative personality and it bothers yeah. me because I like Kyrie but when I see him in these press conferences I'm like dude you just keep hurting yourself well the thing you know uh, he, he lets his emotions show bro that's why everyone knows he's leaving Le- LeBron LeBron in, in his show that the shop they talk about this they talk about how uh, how the media controls your narrative yeah exactly right? how, how they, they, they if they portray you as the person they want you to portray, be portrayed as, you know, and uh, the whole Anthony Davis thing. We talked about this before. Uh, the whole Anthony Davis thing, you know, it made him like nobody knew, like everybody knew who Anthony Davis was, but nobody had an opinion about him, right? Yeah. They just knew he was a basketball player, you know, and he was good. Uh, but then as soon as this whole Laker thing and LeBron thing happened, he became a villain. You know what I mean? Because that's how the media portrayed him to be, you know, which is not the case. Uh, and the same thing with Kyrie. You know, it's the same thing's yeah. happening to Kyrie right now. They made him look so bad, bro. Yeah. Like, so bad. And it's just like, it's sad because he's such a good talent. But that the fact behind it is, and this is true, that what they've said is that, hey, he asked to get his his own squad. And um, he's unfortunately failed that test. And I think, regardless, it was a good decision for him because he got to see, you know, what it really takes. And I think now in the second half of his career, he's going to understand the value of having people around him like LeBron and stuff. And, yeah. you know, that's why he came out and apologized. And uh, Kyrie's going to be in, in some, on some really good championship teams. It's just not going to be in Boston. Yeah. And he's not, the, he's not the guy. He's not good enough to be the guy on your team. Nope. Yeah, so um, that's pretty much in a nutshell – What's happening? Not a whole lot. Uh, my Sharks made it to the uh, Western Finals. Going to face off the Blues. Um, so I got a good feeling about that one. They're looking pretty good. We got Pavelski back. Team's looking good. Uh, so that's that's hockey talk. That's and, hockey. Uh, <laughs> and, uh, and we're looking for our next interview. So if you're interested, start to hit our DMs. Uh-huh. Um, Going to be a lot more active on the Instagram account. So follow us for funny videos and shit like that. We're going to start uh, sharing. Yeah, so uh, quick update. What do you got coming up this week? This week, I have applesauce, ice cream, and anything that's cold and soft for uh, a week to recover from my wisdom teeth Uh surgery. And uh, the gym and a lot of Call of Duty. A lot of Call of Duty. Yeah, so this week, uh, my baby girl's birthday's coming up. Um, So got her some Disneyland passes. Uh, which we get the SoCal discount, which is clutch, and, and we're there 20 minutes away. So, uh, I mean, how, how can you not get her passes, right? And I also got the fast pass because I hate lines. So we got, I got that coming up for my baby. My boy's getting married on Saturday, next Saturday, um, and then the following week we got the show. We got the we'll show. We'll be in Culver cool, City. Cool. We're gonna go hit up our girl, Kelsey. Yeah. We're going to go live on the show day, so I'll be on the account recording Ruben up there. So keep your eyes peeled. This diesel almost just killed us. But yeah, um, we're going to wrap this up yeah. because we're about to die on this road.
but holla at your boys. Holla at your boys. We'll see you guys next Monday. Hasta la vista, baby.